hey and welcome back everyone glad you were listening today i hope um that today just i hope that it challenges you in the best of ways and i hope that uh that you get to hear very clearly from the holy spirit let's pray and we will get started father jesus holy spirit it is always wonderful to be in your presence thank you for being here with us Speak to us today. Um, don't let us finish this podcast without being changed by you. Um, I open my heart, God. I give you my heart. I give you my mind. Uh, do whatever you want. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so we're talking today about a popular phrase in the church. You've probably heard it before and might even think it's directly out of Scripture. Um, It's not directly out of Scripture, but we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Uh, The phrase is, uh, you should be in the world, but not of the world. You should be in the world, but not of the world. Um, And before we get into the the, the Scripture part of it, let's, let's ask this question. What does that mean? Right. It seems like a very self-explanatory statement, but what does it mean to be in the world but not of the world? I think the direction we typically go with this phrase is that our lives shouldn't look like those who aren't believers. It's probably the the simplest way to to state that. Um, and anytime I hear this phrase, it always makes me think of the Amish. Right. The Amish have secluded themselves from society and have taken this phrase to heart, to the utmost extreme, honestly. Uh, They definitely don't look like the rest of the world at all, but I think that uh, they take it to just a different degree than what uh, what was meant by the phrase. Um, For us, uh, who those of us who are not Amish, I think there are a lot of ways that we will look like the world, right? We all drive cars. I'm going to say all as a general statement, but because obviously not all of us drive cars, but we all drive cars. We all wear clothes. Yay. Um, We all use technology. We all shop at the grocery store, live in houses. We use the English language. Um, We utilize electricity and running water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many ways we look like, quote unquote, the world. So what does this phrase mean? You know, does it mean we need to walk around naked? Praise God. No, um, that's not what this means. Um, um, what does it mean? Where does this phrase come from? Well, to start, this phrase isn't anywhere verbatim in the Bible. Okay, so you're not going to see this stated anywhere or anything like that. It's not anywhere verbatim, so word for word in the Bible. But you can find it in parts and definitely in idea all throughout the New Testament. I'm going to read some scriptures just to kind of give you uh, an example. Um, I'm going to start with John 17, verses 14 through 16. This is most likely where this phrase comes from. And you'll see this not verbatim, but definitely in idea. Uh, This is is Jesus praying to God. um, And he says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Uh, Let's go to Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. 1 John 2, 15-17 Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. 
the and the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Second Corinthians fourteen fifteen and we'll skip sixteen, we'll go to seventeen. Uh, for the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. This is verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 7. Again, I'm going to skip over a couple verses, but um, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth or of this world. Uh, For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse 5. So put to death the sinful, earthly, or worldly, things uh, lurking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impunity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Verse 7, you used to do these things. You used to do these things when your life was still part of this world. But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. I love how that ends with dirty language. It seems like this weird thing that they just threw in there. Um, and uh, uh, we're going to talk about words, dirty language and stuff. We're going to talk about that next week. So make sure to listen in to that one. Uh, but let's get back to this idea of in the world, but not of the world. Uh, the scriptures I just read through outline a lot of different but very similar things. And I hope you noticed some themes. Uh, themes like self-serving versus self-sacrificing. Old life versus new life. Love for the things of this world versus love of the Father. Conformed versus transformed. Things of earth or things of this world versus things of heaven. Um, I'm going to focus on Colossians 3, on First John chapter 2, and on the word of okay um so let's start with the definition for of and this is one of many definitions um as you will see if you do some research but this specific definition really works with what we're talking about today so of is a function word to indicate the component material parts or elements or the contents they give two examples a throne of gold and a cup of water so the throne is made of gold the cup is filled with water okay now these are very important distinctions when we think about what they imply in regards to us of the world implies that the source of our actions the source of our being comes from the world like First John 2 says, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life. Or like Colossians 3 says, uh, sexual immorality, impunity, lust, and evil desires. These things are the components, materials, parts, elements, or contents of the world, right? Not of the world, or as I would say, probably of the spirit. So not of the world, but of the spirit are things like we see in Galatians chapter 5. It says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Like these are the, the, the fruits of the Spirit. These are the components, materials, parts, elements, etc. Um, that are not of this world. Um, these are the components, materials, parts, etc. of the Spirit. 
So when we think of this idea of being in the world and not of the world, uh, we can think of it like this. And we're going to take an example from the from the definition, right? Picture in your mind, all right? So just try and clear your mind and then picture this. Picture in your mind the most beautiful, ornate throne made of gold and jewels and all the fancy things you can think of. So picture that in your mind right now. Now, instead of mentally placing that throne in a palace like we typically would, place it in the middle of a landfill. Put it in the middle of a landfill, just surrounded by trash and um, you know bugs and just nastiness and all the refuse and discarded waste from man, from human beings. Do you think it would look out of place? Do you think that if someone saw that throne, they would think it doesn't belong there? Do you think if someone saw that throne, they would think it was made from the same contents and materials uh, that it's surrounded by? Absolutely not, right? The throne of gold wasn't created by the refuse of man, obviously. It was created by a skilled maker that found rocks in the dirt and refined them through fire and chiseling and polishing and all sorts of transformational actions um, that its maker did over time, right? You know, it might be in the dump, you know, this, this throne of gold might be in the dump, but it's not made of the same contents as the place it's in. It might be in the dump, but it definitely doesn't belong there. It's obviously without a doubt different than what surrounds it. It's the same thing with us. When we give our lives over to Jesus, right, um, and not just in salvation, but in lordship, when we when we say, you know, Jesus, you are my Lord, you have authority over my life, I'm giving you authority over my life. When we give our lives over to Jesus and let the Spirit transform us, we become like that throne. The Spirit changes our contents, right? Just the stuff we're made of from the things of this world, stuff like sexual morality, impunity, lust, and evil desires, etc., to the things of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. When we give our lives over to Jesus and we let the spirit transform us, we become like that throne. Now, we still have to willingly take part in that transformation um, by giving ourselves over to that. But the power of that transformation is all the spirit. And the result of that transformation is that we supernaturally look different, supernaturally act different, think differently, we, we see differently, we become different than what we're surrounded by, almost to the point that we don't belong, probably because we don't. Let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit change me continue to change me transform me lord just rid me of the love that i have for this world and the things of this world um, destroy in me all those desires that we just read about and replace them with all of the ofs that come from you all of the fruits of the spirit do it now, God. Continue to do it and never stop doing it, Lord.
In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, I'm going to give you some time. Pray for transformation. Pray to see the things of God in you that he's working on. And listen to the Holy Spirit.
All right, I'm going to close this in prayer, like always, um, and make sure that if you still want time to listen and to pray, just rewind this to the beginning of the music and continue to let the Holy Spirit transform you. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for all the ways you love me. Thank you for loving me by changing my heart, by changing my mind, by changing me. Thank you for loving me through your patience and your grace. Thank you for all the ways you are working in me and through me. I pray that you would always be glorified in my life, especially as you transform me to be more like Jesus. It's in his name I pray. Amen.